Podcast. This is your host Smiley recording live on the podcast year of our Lord 2020. It is August 20th. It is an evening podcast. We're a little bit different time because of trying to shift around schedules, but luckily I've got my co-host with me. It's Shy and Van. What's up, buddy? How's hey. it going this evening? It's a late night for Shy. We're gonna hope he can stay peppy for the third feature of our podcast trilogy which is the Star Wars podcast trilogy, episode three. This time we're going for the big money. It's the three trilogies. We're going to do it chronologically. Ooh. Prequels, originals, sequel trilogy. All in one episode? All, we're going to try to do it all in one episode. Listen, we got to be honest with ourselves. If we get halfway through and we're still talking about Jar Jar Binks in episode let's one. Just, let's just roll it. We're just, you know, we, this may be a two-parter. That happens I sometimes so. in filmmaking. So. You know, yep. They stretch The Hobbit to three fucking films. We'll see what happens. All yeah. right? We're not, we wouldn't be the first. Meanwhile, so, Solo only gets one. Oh, So let's do a little cleanup corner before we get into anything. A little birdie told me that you caught up on the Solo film in between our last episodes. I don't Van. listen to our podcast. Did Shy talk about Solo last time also or no? Because I know Shy yes. caught up yeah. on Solo as well. I rewatched oh, okay. it. I'd only seen it oh, one time at theaters. It. Yes. Yeah, I rewatched oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I actually did watch Solo. I, I just nice. finished it recently for the first time ever. Um, so I'll just do a real quick, real quick at it. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. I thought it was decent. Um, I agree with Smiley that it would make my, my top five movies of Star Wars. Um, and in fact, I'll, I'll just say what they are. The first one is the original trilogy, four, five, six. Then it's Rogue One and then it's Solo as oh, far as okay. all of well, all of my we're gonna get into that later but sure that's a, that's a spoiler that's a teaser oh, okay <laughs> i mean i haven't talked about it i just said what it was because no no pod no star wars podcast episode is complete without ranking the star wars movies that's like mm. that makes sense that, that's contractually obligated we have to do that um just so you know so i liked it i agreed wholeheartedly with i think what was um shy's bigger point so i guess i do remember him talking about it was that the actor who was playing young solo like just nailed it, like blew it out of the water. Like, I was smiling. No smiley's smiling. Oh, okay, never mind. Smiley. So I don't listen to the podcast. That was smiley. No, it's just you don't I... listen to me. That's the difference. <laughs> well, we knew that for how long? Long time. Um, blew it out of the water. Like I saw literally the young mannerisms. Han. The, oh my yes, God. yes. The mannerism, the wit, the comebacks, the 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 meaner, everything was just was like solo amazing. spot on. He did a very very well, fantastic did, job. Did you think the same thing about Lando? Yeah, young Lando yeah, I, I think, was just yo, like Lando did great. It was and, like and, that was him as a kid. <laughs> and the whole "are they friends? Are they not friends?" thing, like I saw that a hundred percent too. That was amazing. What I didn't like is that because George Lucas and I'm, I'm. This is not. This is just my opinion. Because George Lucas fucked up and thought a parsec was a, a measurement of time versus distance. Yes. I didn't think they needed to spend forty-five minutes making it fucking canon. Like so, that bothered me. Well, and here's, here's one of the cool things. Remember I talked about they took some stuff from the expanded universe in a lot of these things. That's one of the things that they actually took. So Shai, I'm sure, remembers from the Jedi Academy trilogy, which he called out last time as one of his favorites. They go into that whole thing. They go, like a lot of this movie actually is taken maybe spiritually from that book series because in that book, they go, like Han and Chewie end up on Kessel. They kind of get stuck there. On the way to Kessel is the place called the Maw, which is all these, just like in the movie, all these black yeah. holes. And like, that's how they actually retconned in those books that that's the Kessel run is how close you can get to these black holes without getting out. 
And um, so they actually took that straight out of the Legends canon, which I thought was really cool. It was a cool way to kind of see them pay homage to, as Shai said, one of the better book series, I think most people agree. Yeah. But overall, I, I actually enjoyed it. So, What did you think about Shai's complaint that he thought it was far-fetched that of all the languages in the world, Han Solo just happened to speak Wookiee when he gets thrown down in that pit? Did that bother you the way it bothered him? No, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, it, it wasn't still, something that still bothers didn't me. didn't throw me off. It didn't throw me off. <laughs> and then later on in the movie, like, he doesn't, like, there's the scene in, like, the mines where, like, like Chewbacca's friend, like, says something to him and, like, pats him on the head and he's, like, he acts like he didn't understand what the guy think like what what it said. Like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't catch that. Like I just, look at that. I felt again. inconsistent. I guess. I what did bother me? He speaks was, chewy. I can't remember Orlando's droid's name. M three or something. like that. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Whatever three. Anyways, yeah. what did bother me is when when the droid um, died, and and Lando's like heartbroken over it. I'm like, bitch, just fucking plug her into a battery. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Like, like can droids die? Her I mind, mean, it's a her robot. Mind ex- her it's mind a robot. In the pl- yeah, it's. You know, that's that's a great point. That's maybe there's a whole other podcast on this. I think is like, what, like, what the fuck are droids, man? Are they people? Are they not? Did, like their memories? Like, there's some. There's a, you want a philosophical Star Wars? Podcast. Yeah, we should do that. We well, there. we should do. We should do it. What, what is a droid? We should do it. Bro- yeah, more broader, right? Just what is yeah. a droid? What period. Is not, not star. Yeah. But like when we start talking about AI in the future, what's that going to sure. mean for humanity? Like yeah. this will be. That, that's a. All right. All right. Chalk Put it on up. the list. Put it on the list. All right. So we haven't even started the podcast. We're like <laughs> 10 minutes in. We haven't even touched our thing. This is going to be a two-parter. We can tell already. Um, <laughs> and before we can even get to the prequels, the prequel to the prequel is, of course, the question of the day. And so every week on the question of the day, we, you know, bang the drums and say, hey, people, listeners out there, where's the question of the day? You know, write us. Tell us what you think. Well, finally, we got a question of the day. It's a fabulous question. This comes worth for word from one of our one of our listeners slash viewers and the question of the day submitted was from sarah and she asked what is your favorite pony now i'm gonna go ahead and take this one first because this, this question i think was probably submitted to embarrass me more than anything but my lovely uh-huh. wife who i love to the ends of the earth she made a tactical error here because i know yep. that she i was meant, gonna say can we can we qualify you're my answer smiley she, i'm so she, mad right now no hold on i'm gonna hey i will move you both i'm the host of this podcast i'm running the show right let's now. all write our answers down let's, on a piece of paper and then show them at the same time <laughs> let's let's just be clear that the question asks what is your favorite pony i'm sure she meant spiritually that she wanted to ask what is your favorite my little pony um, and I know that because I've talked to her about this question in the past. I know that was in her intent, but she didn't. She has asked about her favorite pony. So I'm going to share with Shy. There's only one pony that yeah. deserves any accolades, yeah. and that's little Sebastian. Am I right? Oh, Shai? I love little Sebastian. What? what? We, don't have, we don't have the same pony. Who's you Sebastian? Going, you weren't going with little, little Sebastian? Sebastian? Bye. Oh my God. Bye, little Sebastian. My wife has a little Sebastian shirt. I'll try what to bring it. What are you talking on. about? Little Sebastian's Parks the best. Rex. From Parks and Recs? Oh, I don't, oh. I don't, I'm, I don't know if I got that far in the series. I mean, uh, I mean I've that's that a far. shame. It's, it's, it's worthy. So, so that's my answer. I think it's a great answer. Little Sebastian, uh, you know, maybe is a miniature horse the same as a pony? I, that's for the experts to decide. It's close enough for me. So, um, 
Before we get to, to, to Van, who I'm sure... Wait, no, you need to answer so the much. actual question. You I know what it was. The question. The actual yeah. question no, was, no, no, hold point? on. This is a philosophical the question loophole. now. Do you know what the actual... Did you answer the actual question or did yes, you actually did. answer the literal question? The literal question, which is the actual question. I am is technically it? correct, <laughs> because... which is the best kind of correct. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll then back, I'm we'll going to ask our to listeners... Me. I'm going to ask our listeners that maybe, maybe in the future they can ask a more specific question about MLP. Hmm. ponies for our for our, our uh maybe maybe they'll come through here. for you we'll see what happens all right shot what what was your answer you thought i was gonna steal it obviously i did yeah oh, yeah I, I was gonna say bill bill the pony oh bill the pony yeah Gosh, i can't I'm, believe you didn't say that my my uh my lord Best of the rings license ever. is getting revoked right here yeah yeah bill the pony he even made it into the movies which is pretty cool yeah. like bill was a big deal in those books like sam loved bill yeah Very i'm sorry about shy that's letting bill go Yep. Gosh, I, I, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm, I'm as ashamed as I, I think, am having to answer this question in the think, first place. I'm even more ashamed that I answered it so poorly. I think next episode, I think uh, you're gonna have to sit it out, and Van and I will carry out, carry on the banner. Maybe. Uh, maybe yeah, I don't think will. I want to answer what I know was the real question. So I think I'll just answer the literal question because I know sure, the real question. What, oh, what's your literal real answer question. gonna be, Van? That's not an MLP <laughs> pony. <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> pony that's not an MLP pony? I want to hear this now. People want to know. I gotta go with little Sebastian then too. Oh my god. Okay, okay fine. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with with um, baby Shadowfax. Is a baby horse a pony? <laughs> no. no, that's a foal. A foal. A foal. I don't think Shadowfax was ever a baby. I think he was born fully formed. Like that's kind of the Shadowfax's deal, you know. He was kind of a All right. Shadow. So we're good. Let's move on. Everybody's good uh -huh. with their answer, I think. All right. Well, we'll get back right. to My Little Pony in, a, in another episode, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I hesitate to say this, but I will, as always, say that if you, our fair listeners, have a question of the day you'd like to submit to us, uh, clearly we will read them, um, uh, as painful as it may be for us. So, Star Wars podcast trilogy. Mm. Um, we have decided to go chronologically. Um, if you haven't watched any of the Star Wars film canon, now would be a good time to be warned that spoilers will abound. Um, even though we're going to start talking about the prequels, we may jump around, we may talk about mm. things later. So the, basically consider all things fair game. If there's something you don't want spoiled, it, this is probably a good podcast to skip. Yeah, the, last, the last movie just dropped like, what, six months ago? So yeah, we're really so not. It is certainly within possible. statute of limitations. Yes. Yeah. So that is a serious, as a serious spoiler. Was it that recently? Was it just this past Christmas? I think it was like think, December. Yeah. Yeah, I believe oh you're right. Oh my gosh, man! It see, it seems longer because of the year it's been. I think it was because <laughs> I think it was the last movie I saw in theater before getting locked down. Might have been for me too. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, that or Joker. I can't remember what which came out last. I'm not sure. All right, so let's start with everybody's everybody's favorite movie, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Um, I'll go last on this one. Let's start with Van. What are your thoughts on Phantom Menace, Van? I want to like it a lot, but I can't get past little Anakin's acting. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to bash well, a young actor. Little. I heard I heard he's in hiding too over all this stuff, so I really don't want to be too critical. Like legit, like has really? issues. Yes. Oh. So like so many child actors. Sure. Yeah. Has has issues at least. Maybe not hiding. I don't know. <laughs> right. Like the Numa Numa guy. Anyway, that's another story. 
Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I just could not get over little Anakin. Like, so it really bothered me. The acting was, was Are so you poor. An angel? Oh God, that's one of the worst lines. <laughs> Are you an angel? Mother always told me angels. <laughs> it's so bad. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> like it was just so bad. There's a lot of cool things in there. Um, Liam Neeson for one, fucking awesome, awesome. Qui Gon Jin. Oh yeah, Qui Gon Jin, awesome. Um, Ian McGregor as Obi Wan, absolute mm-hmm. stellar pick. But I just could not get over young Anakin. And then of course Natalie Portman. Who the hell doesn't love Natalie Portman? And and Kira Knightley. Oh my God, this is like the cast is absolutely incredible. Like. How did they miss so much on young Anakin? Which is funny, too, because, like, so many people had no idea Kira Knightley was even in that movie just because, like, they did such a good job making yeah. her look like Natalie Portman. Well, like, that was the whole point, right? I didn't know. I, they yeah. fooled me. They that was the whole good. point. Like, it was her hand, yeah. one of her handmaids. I, I remember sometimes somebody foot. told me about how Kira Knightley was in episode one. I was like, you're thinking of Natalie Portman. And they're like, no, no. I was like, you're an idiot, dude. That's Natalie Portman. Who's in. <laughs> yeah. But, no, there were, there were very the cool idiot. elements. It was me. Pod racing, awesome. Um, Although, come on, that pod racing scene, it's a little bit long. It's a little bit of a disproportionately amount of a movie that's supposed to be about so much more. I never felt that like, way. I, did, I mean, I felt like that pod race goes off forever. It's cool, but hmm. it, it's like it's like I think a I didn't third feel that way because I, because I liked the scene a lot. So, sure. I, like, I was okay with it probably. Like, the Kessel run, I, that was too long for me, that whole thing. I, I do agree with that. That was, I think. But anyways, I don't want to take up all of yeah. episode one, but yeah. I'll just let you know it's okay. Of the, of one, two, three, it is probably my favorite, oh, okay. um, but I still didn't like it that much. Shy, what about you? I would agree with Van. I, one is my favorite of the prequel trilogy. Um, I think I have fonder memories of it, even having gone back and seen it, having seen it multiple times. It was the first Star Wars I ever saw in theaters because I, you know, I was too oh, young to nice. see the original trilogy in theaters when they released. What? Um, what about when and they brought so, it back? Yeah, I, I, don't think I, ever saw, they... I don't think I ever saw them in theaters when they re-released okay. them. I don't know if it was just where we were. I got to time. see one and two, or uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. They didn't bring Return of the Jedi to my town, which was... Hmm. My parents um, brought me to see all three back in theater, and that was nice. actually my first time seeing it, which was so awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of good memories about one, seeing it with my dad for Star Wars. Um, I'd agree, Young Annie, I think, destroys the uh the movie along with jar jar binks they're both create like a uh a horrible duo of just horribleness um i mean it's sad that like boss nass is better than jar jar binks oh like, yeah like he was the main gungan character in the series but uh honestly i think one of the things that just saves that movie and i think going back i've seen it several times now because i went back and watched all of them before the the new trilogy before darth maul rise of the skywalkers came out but the darth maul fight darth maul is great i honestly when it came out it i don't know if i cared at the time but over time it had and this is going to be kind of jumping around like you said it one thing that bugs me the most about the prequel trilogy is how inconsistent lightsaber fights are Yes. So watch the prequel trilogy, and they were new and modern. They had to make them super flashy. Also, you had dual bladed quarter staff lightsabers. You had two people dual wielding lightsabers. You had robots quad wielding lightsabers. And then, uh, and then you get to the normal trilogy, and like Obi Wan and Darth Vader are just like old men with sticks. And it's like yeah. it just doesn't. And these guys are like badasses. And and 
So that really, so I'm, I think when I was young, I didn't mind Darth Maul, but as I've gotten older, it really bugs me how they just obviously had to make it flashier. They had to make it cooler, you know, and like just up the ante. But I will say that fight scene when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are fighting Darth Maul and Qui-Gon gets killed is, I think, I think that holds up. Like when I went back and watched it recently in preparation for Rise of Skywalker, like I appreciated that fight even more than I had when I originally saw it. Just like, there's just so much going on in the fight. The the light panels that are separating them. You see quite like just I think you, you really see like how much of a how much Qui-Gon, like how mature he was. Like, you know, the light panel appears and he just like gets in this like state of meditation. Like he's just he's just the, the quintessential Jedi. And you know, Darth Maul's there, like angry, you know, ready to kill him. Pacing like and, a cat. Yeah. Yeah, like a beast. He's, if he had a tail, it'd be lashing. Yeah. Qui-Gon just striking, you know, and just yeah. uh, I don't like, and just so good. The music, honestly, the I thought they nailed some of those orchestral. Yeah, the scores. duel, of, the duel yeah. of fate is like yeah. widely heralded uh, as like one of the best pieces of Star Wars music. I do want to say, uh, talking about combat, lightsaber combat, they did intentionally um, progress in speed and technique through one two three though mm-hmm. but unfortunately there's that gap between three and four well, so so let's let's have let's have a little canon here though like like you, you could make an argument for this right so like we're witnessing the jedi like mm. these are fully trained like I they've see, been trained this, using yeah. lightsabers since they were children the lightsaber duels we have in the original trilogy we got as you said obi-wan and darth vader who are old men with sticks they are old men with sticks like they're Obi-Wan's rusty right they're rusty they haven't potentially used that's, yeah, that's, they haven't had a, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Who, yeah. And then and then Luke is like who's ever trained like the most lightsaber training he has is against that little droid. Yeah. Like to like that was <laughs> yeah. one time on one <laughs> yeah. flight. Like that like Yoda didn't choose to use a lightsaber on Dagobah. Like he's basically a complete like he's just winging it. He's just like, you know, waving his waving his fucking dick around, you know? Yeah, yeah I think this is gonna be a nine parter. Maybe yeah. well because so those are my I thoughts. Even those are my thoughts. Yeah. Let me get into episode one. <laughs> episode one. I have. I thought this would be an unpopular opinion. Apparently, it's not. You guys are much more favorable to episode one than most people. I love episode one. I would put episode one as probably my number three. Historically, it's always been number three on my list, just behind Empire and and Return of the Jedi. I love Van's uh, reaction right now. Okay, so there's the unpopular opinion. I'm glad it's still here. I just can't uh, like. It might be five on my list. Sell me. What do you... So, does it have its drawbacks? Yes. But they all do. Like, if you go back and watch freaking A New Hope, like, some of those lines are so, like, 80s cheesy, man. But it's A New Hope. Doesn't matter. Okay, if you want to wear rose-colored glasses, that's fine. But, like, I'm just saying, like, none of of them are the best written in the world all right like they're just not like Smiley, did someone call it? you a scruffy looking nerfer when you were a kid and you've held that held that against the new <laughs> I, hope ever since I, did a new hope tell a, you margaritas are gay strikes back <laughs> that was an empire strikes back um and like i'm not trying to diss new hope i'm just saying like you can't pretend like they're like these masterworks of 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 dialogue like listen sister nobody tells me you know like there's some parts that are just ridiculous that yeah just but it's the first time you're introduced to everything like think about it like when you first watched it like well, when i first you, watched it, I you was didn't like know six. what a jedi was you didn't know <laughs> so i can't really remember i can't really look at it through the same lens. some might say it's the best movie ever made similar to independence day so, some might, and i don't even know that i disagree with that i'm just saying that like i'm not gonna knock bad acting when I when I saw it in some of the other films as well, like there were some parts that that, that don't hold up, um, even in, in in throughout all the scruffy films. looking. 
<laughs> I, I, see, that's the you guys are quoting. You guys are quoting Empire Strikes Back, and there's a reason for that because Empire Strikes Back is where the dialogue got really oh, yeah. good. Right. Empire Strikes right. Back is on another level, and that's why it's number two for me. Like that, that movie's fabulous. But we'll get there when we get there. Get Empire, to Empire Strikes Back is number two. I know another unpopular. So number one is Return of the Jetty. Hell yeah! Okay. And Van never said what order his the original That's trilogy right. we're was. Save, we're just let's, let's save this, some, right. save some all mystery. All right. Let's save I'm some not, mystery. We're getting too too advanced here. Let, Nine parter. I'm telling you. Nine let's go parter. back. Let's let's dial it back down. Let's get back to episode one. All right. Here's what, you guys already said some of the things I love. All right. My favorite character of all of Star Wars is Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. Like I thought he was <laughs> the it. best. He's only in that one movie, so that automatically elevates it. Like I think what Shai said was perfect. Like he's like, if if I feel like if I was a Jedi, I would want to be like Qui Gon Jinn because he had all the like nobility and discipline that a jedi needs to have but he wasn't a fucking sheep he didn't just mindlessly quote the dogmas that all the other jedi are like well you know you can you know fear leads to anger yeah, anger leads old. to hate. yeah for, yeah, yeah exactly like they're, they're all just blinded and he's like listen you actually have to think about things you gotta be in touch with the living force you gotta pay attention to what's going around and if the council says it's wrong but you think it's right you gotta listen to your heart like that's some like he was the wisest jedi i think um of all yeah i would have been and, anakin yeah, I can totally see that. Just, see, I think we're going to get to like, that I'm question just being today. Honest, okay? you know? <laughs> I think that's coming. Who's who in, in Star Wars, right? Don't spoil too far ahead. Um, but so, so there's that. I, the the duel of fate at the end is is my favorite mm-hmm. Star Wars. Dude, like I just think it's so cool. Like it's amazing. It it has that payoff where like you just don't expect it. I remember the first time I saw it, I did not expect Qui Gon to die there. Like. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't really happen. Like people lose hands and and shit like that. But like generally, like one of your the good guys doesn't die at the end of the first movie in a trilogy necessarily. And like that that was a shocking thing to me. It was it was validating because they didn't just bring him back. It's not like mm-hmm. oh well he'll be back as a force ghost in episode two. Well no he never was. And like they allude to him in the third one, but like he never comes back. And just like the whole thing, I just thought it, I I just think it's kind of fun. I, I think the pod race as long as it goes on is kind of it, it it's a little bit much um but you know Watto's in there you can't over the boy you cheated like obviously i love that uh, um i know there's maybe we should address this like there's the movie originally caused some flack because like people felt like mm-hmm. they were making racial caricature i was wondering if we were gonna touch this and if we should or not i think we should touch it i think we should touch it where okay. we need to touch it you know um the the problem i have with that is that like it's easy to be offended. It's easy for you to take your opinions and your views of somebody and put it on. But like when I watched those movies, I never, I never said, Oh, that's demeaning to a certain race. Like he's trying to make characters that sound exotic. He's trying to make aliens that sound like aliens. Like that's not an easy thing to do and stay approachable and, you know, stay like a family movie where like, you don't have to learn Klingon to to enjoy the movie. Like I feel like people, took it a little bit too seriously and and like i can see like i can see the case they're making in some of these places but like i don't think a lot of them were were meant to be derogatory that's not the feeling i ever got do you guys want to weigh in on this so i do we want to talk about specifics or no like the only yeah go ahead so the only two that i i can think of are the trade federation um what are the names i think there's three uh yeah it's um uh newt newt gun gun ray yeah Hmm. yeah new gun ray uh huh and, yes. and so anyways so the trade federation sounding asian yes and yes. and and um 
What's there's Watto with the yeah, Watto kind of an sounding. Italian. He kind of sound, he kind of sounded so, an accent. See, I thought, Vito. And then what so, about yeah, so I Jar thought, Jar I thought, with kind of a Jamaican? So I haven't heard the Jar Jar one, and I thought the Watto one was um, Jewish actually, because oh, he was like really? Oh, really? like he was supposed to be this this money <laughs> like hungry money yeah right, and they have him with hmm. the excuse my language they have him with like this long hook nose and all this stuff, and that was the thing okay. that I heard yeah. from that. Yeah. And I'm like, but 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 anyways, but my opinion about it all is. I don't think any of that was relevant or or meant anything to me. Like literally, I didn't even notice any of those characteristics until they were pointed out to me. Yeah, so I, I right absolutely yeah. did not so, feel yeah. like there was any prejudice or racism in those. So I agree with you. I think people are just easy. Like people when you create things. a universe that's so diverse, you're gonna accidentally come across <laughs> things that <laughs> might be similar to other things. I think I it's kind of like saying like you're trying to imagine a color that nobody's seen. Sure. Like you can't do it. Like you have to go with something that's familiar in some way. And yeah, and people, and there's a lot of sensitivity about that in today's world, and rightfully so. But sure. Shai, what, what did you want to weigh in this? I feel like these are the same type of people who are like trying to find fallacies in Disney films, you know, in the background. I, I think. I mean, I think the problem is there are people out there who are literally making hateful films, films about what that involve racism, that involve you know destructive themes or messages. So I don't. Yes. I just don't understand like why people go into like children's films and you know family films trying to like like find this stuff and I, I don't know like and it's not even like trying to find like I don't know that I don't know I didn't really get involved in the controversy I don't know what they were saying I don't know if they were saying that he per people purposely did this or that it was it was stereotypes coming through like the directors mm -hmm. or writers stereotypes coming through I don't know if, if that was the argument I think like their unconscious like, bias versus yeah like I, was that the argument or that they were like purposefully doing sure. it yeah I don't, like, I don't know either I'm not I mean, because I don't I just like if, if I don't know I guess if they were trying to say like they were trying to hide it like I guess okay if there's some <clears> conspiracy <throat> plot out there to like turn Star Wars into uh you know social commentary but like if people are like starting to like go in there trying to judge people's hearts and minds, like you can't do that. Like you don't know, I mean, what someone else thinks or, or is, you know, believes in our heart. I mean, yeah, we can't, you know. Yeah. All right. Well that, I mean, I think that was a. One thing we didn't address is the Close. battle of Naboo was pretty cool as well. Like as a fan of large fight scenes, it definitely wasn't yeah. maybe uh, some of the grander battles, especially a lot. I mean, I think star Wars is really well known for its space battles. Um, normally. Well, there's a lot of good ground, you know, yeah, it's both. It's both for Earth sure. Battles. But the, I mean, it was, it was, it was all right. It was an interesting idea of like kind of the rural, the rural kind of army versus this like high tech army and just seeing the different kind of forces. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think one of the things they did well in this movie was that they didn't, and we'll get to this later when we get to episode seven, was they tried to, to make it familiar. They tried to keep a lot of the important Star Wars set pieces like space battles and ground battles and lightsaber duels and things without being completely derivative and following the exact same plot of A New Hope. When you get to episode seven, I think you see it, like that's one of the biggest criticisms that people have. And you know, we, we can agree or disagree on that, but a lot of people have said that they felt like episode seven was just episode four with different players. Yep. And like, they, I, I thought that they did a better job in episode one of keeping, keeping the things that made it feel like Star Wars without with while still being different and being new um the final thing i want to touch on uh, before i get to this do you guys have anything else on episode one because i'm going to transition right into episode two here any final thoughts we'll get back to it maybe when we get to like the full the full ranking system where things land so the the thing that i loved about all the prequels my favorite part of all three of the prequel movies was this, how really it's the story it's obviously it's the story of the fall of anakin skywalker the rise and fall of anakin skywalker it's also the story of the rise of emperor palpatine and i found that 
oh, from the first time I saw it all the way to when I rewatch it, so interesting and compelling. I love seeing how this guy, who's just like a, a senator of a backwater system, not a backwater, I mean, Nebu's kind of like mid-range, I guess. Yeah. He's not an important person. And how he he uses his 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 genius basically and his dark side powers to rise to galactic emperor and rules the galaxy for 20 years like it's so i think they did such an awesome job um showing how like he could realistically orchestrate that um just like step by step so patiently um and when we get to the second episode the one thing i like about the second episode um if that gives you an idea of how i feel about it is i loved the the ploy of how we find out at the end of the second episode that he's playing both sides right that that he is indeed he's he's running he's he's fighting for the the republic he's also the head of the trade federation and 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 orchestrating the, the droid army and he's fighting against himself and like that i just thought that was the coolest thing in the world and i thought it was so just so clever how it was done. Um, the rest of episode two, uh, you know, I my biggest complaints are I feel about Anakin, teenager Anakin, the way Van does about child Anakin. <laughs> I think his acting was horrible. Like, I, I don't have anything against Hayden Christensen. I think he was a lot better in the third one. But I think in the second one, he he was hard to watch. Um, and I think the whole thing was plot, a little like, tightus like two oh, titles. Really <laughs> really for uh, yeah, for uh, our listeners who don't know what that means, uh, that is a wimpy character from a Final Fantasy game. Oh no, yeah, he was kind of. Yeah, I guess he's wimpy. I like uh, Titus. Isn't too. that the whole I point? I hate I mean, that he was so freaking wimpy. Like he was. Well, so great game by okay, the way. Final okay, Jacked. Awesome that's, that's what his dad said too. Quick wow, cry. Spoiler alert. Again. You cried again, yeah. We know Jack is his father. That's in like the first cutscene. Come on, that's in the <laughs> intro. has been out for fifteen years. <laughs> oh boy, but um, but yeah, like I will say this though, um, it's hard to watch, and I and I I hate I hate it because I don't like it. But I will say that the people who don't like the acting of Hayden Christensen, like he does, he actually does a very good job of portraying what a whiny bitch Anakin turned into. Mm. Like he's, he's, his, his acting, I think is actually spot on. Like he's petulant, he's creepy, he's just weird. He's mm. self-centered. He's, he's like got that teen angst of like, everybody hates me and nobody gives me a chance. Yeah. Like he does it great. It's just, I, nobody, I don't want to watch that. Like yeah. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And like so many of the scenes, like there's like the, the parts with Obi-Wan are pretty good where he goes to the, the factory and he's on Geonosis and, and, you know, talking with Dooku. I like that part, but like all the stuff that Anakin's doing is just puts me to sleep. And like when they go into that droid facility and like, then they get put in the arena. Like, it's just, it's just jumping the shark. It's just like, I don't care about any of this. None of this matters. It's all just kind of dumb. So I'm a, Two is by far, it's at the bottom of my list. It always has been. Even the more times I rewatch it, I try to find things that I find redeeming, and I have a hard time. I think it's the weakest film in the, in the series, and I think most people agree with that. I feel like it's near the bottom of most lists. Who wants to go next? I'll, I'll take it. My so mind. Go ahead. Man. I think, um, no, I'm not going to change your mind because I agree <laughs> with you on a lot of it. Um, yeah, I, I think his acting or his character was second only to young Anakin. Mm. Teenage Anakin, teenage angst was just an annoying ass character. Like, oh my God, every time, like one of my buddies and I have like this running joke, like, uh, like every time 
something ridiculous happens and he's just like oh it's all obi-wan's fault he's holding me back (laughs) we always like repeat that line over and over again um thanks obi i just don't know like but you can't it seems like okay so great yes yeah senator palpatine rise to emperorism empirism imperialism was amazing but you can't dismiss like anakin's turn like this is where he goes from from good to bad so there's well, there's that story also see we'll get to that we'll get to that more in the third one though right because really he's still you're just seeing like shadows of it now right like and that's cool like i like that they took their time on that part like he's not like yeah he slaughters the tuscans and it's he's like whiny and... but like he's still a good like he's still like he's not you know killing jedi children yet or anything you know like he's, right right he's still he still thinks he still thinks and... of him as a good as a, as a good person <laughs> sure okay fine yeah, but yeah, you're right. Like, but yes, I, I see. I, see I your definitely, point. I, see I your definitely point. don't think. Yeah, it's it's very low on my scale as well too. And it, and the movie just felt fucking long to me. It felt so long. I think it's because it was so unenjoyable. Shy. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Is just the length. I think that even with all of the like action scenes, like the, the battle at the end with the droid army and the clone troopers, the arena, like for some reason just the pacing was off or it just, they tried to add this action that wasn't even that exciting and it just, the movie kind of dragged. So I'd yeah. agree. I think that Obi-Wan kind of like had the best moments in the film. It kind of did propel the story forward. And I, I did like the stuff with Jango Fett. I don't know, like Jango Fett, that was cool. Yeah, like, I agree. He, I agree. He didn't. You know, I mean, he just he didn't last long, and it kind of set up Boba Fett. But uh, I, I, I did think the whole like idea of like knowing the clones, where they came from. Yeah, I like that Django. too. I thought there was there were some cool elements there. I thought one of the building better a clone of the army. I thought one of the better parts of the movie was the beginning when Anakin and Obi Wan are together, and they're kind of verbally sparring back and forth. They're making quips. They're they're friends, but they're kind of rivals at the same time. We really kind of built that up, and like, like when they're chasing that bounty hunter who tries yeah, to assassinate Padme, cool. like like I feel like the movie would have been better served to have, like, and obviously they need to develop the love, the love between Padme and and, and Anakin. It's obviously a very important plot point. I understand that, but like I think the movie would have been more enjoyable if Obi Wan and Anakin had. had if Anakin had gone along with him to the clone facility and the Geonosis and like they'd have kept that up the whole time, like that would have been a much cooler movie, I think. Um, so spoiler alert, the, uh, the Clone Wars TV show is basically that. It's basically, you know, right. Obi-Wan and, and Anakin. Yeah. Going know, around doing their adventures. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yes. that's why that, because I think that came out after the prequel trilogy, yes. I believe. And maybe that's why, because people were like the best part of episode two was yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Oh. So yeah, I mean, and and that I mean that's our perfect segue, right? Like the Clone Wars. If if you want to watch the Clone Wars, they would come right here between episodes two and three. Episode three. So I talked a long time about episode one, and I feel like I'm still on a hangover from that because we went through episode two so quickly. So I'm. I guess I'll do episode. I'll start with episode three as well. Uh, a little bit. I think I was. I guess I was surprised that Van said that. Uh, episode one was his favorite of the prequels. I think most people like episode three the best. Um, I did not for a long time. I I am not. A, I was not a fan of episode three at all. Um, but the more I've rewatched it, the more I have come around to it. There's definitely a couple places that I find very very annoying and bad. Um, and maybe I'll let you guys talk first and then come back to them if you guys don't hit them. Um, but there are a lot of cool parts like that opening like 
just the whole opening sequence where there where there, there was that giant battle and obi-wan and anakin are flying through it and then the rescue of palpatine and everything like that that's a that's a loaded intro to a movie and it's pretty cool like i remember seeing it in theaters too like we were pretty like we went to see in the imax and like just all the ships and everything like the cinematography is very uh, very awesome it's it's everything you would expect from a star wars space battle um but so since I set the stage, I'm going to let you guys go into the details, then we'll circle back to me uh, at the end. So, Shai, tell us about episode three and your, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, the problem for me is that I think the prequel trilogy uh, kind of runs together for me. So trying to identify specific scenes from a movie is going to be mm. difficult. Um, that opening scene was pretty awesome. I mean, there's some pretty major beats in the film. You know, yes. Anakin's final turning, Obi-Wan's, you know, crippling of Anakin, and then, you know, ending with the creation of Darth Vader. Um there, I mean, there's there's a lot of big scenes. I think uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the problem is there's a lot of good movies in this in in the nine movies. <laughs> so, I, in my mind, it does fall lower um, in in the rungs. So, I don't really have a lot to say about three. I guess. Fan. <clears throat> yeah, there's a there's a lot of huge, impactful, pivotal scenes. Um, the battle on Mustafar with. Um, Obi-Wan and 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 uh, now evil Anakin. Um, you see his true colors come out. Technically Darth Vader, right? He's going by Darth sure. Vader, even though he doesn't look like the Darth Vader we know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was, I, I mean, I agree with everything Shai said. It was, there were, there were a lot of good pivotal scenes. I, I do think it was more enjoyable than the second episode. Um, you know, not, not a hard, high, uh, hard bar to reach, <laughs> right. but um <clears throat> But yeah, it's nice that they at least tied up the whole Anakin turning into Darth Vader thing completely, especially by the end when he's literally being dressed in Darth Vader attire. So No! I didn't like that at all. No! Like, that just seemed... I They could have left that out. You know, I, George actually Lucas. Thought, I actually thought that was good because it showed that, like... Even though he's Darth Vader, he's still the whiny little Anakin. <laughs> he's still in there. That's st- it's still the same person. He's still that guy, and like he's really just masking it. He's he's, he's behind a facade now, but like he's yeah. still in there. Like little whiny bitch Anakin still in there. Yeah. I did I did think Anakin was a lot cooler in the third movie, right? Like he was his scenes were a lot cooler. more cooler. He murdered like eighteen well, people. Okay, kids not in his the Jedi not Temple. his actions, but like he wasn't like they they progressed him well yes from a whiny, annoying teenager mm-hmm. to like um like he was a young adult and like you could you could still see that anger and that like that feeling of being looked past and not yeah. getting his due but he wasn't just like a whiny crybaby he's holding him back obi-wan yeah right like his, his he matured in a way that i thought made him a lot more like compelling to watch where it's like you don't agree with where he went but like you could like we've all felt that way at times where it's like this is fucking unfair right like i'm i'm being i've never felt like slaughtering a temple of children no (laughs) we're gonna get to that i'm not talking about that part i'm not talking about going to the dark side i'm talking about i'm talking about earlier on we know that's all you're talking about smiley everything you've said about three has been (laughs) a veiled reference to that scene and how it's your favorite scene general general grievous Um, was in three right that's where he yes, died only in three only, only in three only, only I, in three. I thought general grievous was an awesome character he was, like he i was? did like the four-time lightsaber battle like that was i thought that was a lot of fun he, he also was, plays a large part in clone wars the animated yes. series nice he, yes that's true 
just you know, shameless plugs all over the place. Yeah. I would also say while we're talking about mature, like uh, character development, I think you could really say a lot for Obi Wan across the prequel trilogy as well. Like you see, I think that's really cool to see him kind of as the brash apprentice think he- in Episode One to like then like turning into like someone who's trying to be more of like the master and like you know the example. Absolutely. But do you think uh, he realizes that he fucked up and that Yoda was right the whole time? Like this shouldn't have happened. This whole training Anakin thing. Um, I, w- I wonder if he yeah has like decided it was a mistake at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, he obviously he obviously does he obviously looks back with regret in Episode Four, right? Like you can very mm. much see that when he's explaining to Luke, young yes, uh, yeah, you're uh, right, a young yeah. Jedi who was a pupil of mine before he returned to you. Like you can hear the regret in his voice even then. Like he knows that he fucked up. But let let's go back to that. This is an interesting point. So do you believe that Yoda was right and he shouldn't have been taught? Because I never believed that. Like I thought that like you can't you can't leave somebody with that kind of power. Yeah, this can that's irresponsible. Well, you well, right, and do, he's and if he's the chosen one, right? Like if he's the prodigy, like I don't know. Yeah. This this is I mean this could be another philosophical here, segue. Well, we're we're gonna take some time right now while we're here because I want to talk about it. Here's here's where I, here's where I come down on this. Here's again where the Jedi are so like blind, right? They they have to do things because of tradition, because of obligation. All right, Obi Wan. He's barely graduated, right? He's barely graduated to Jedi himself. Why is he put in charge of Anakin's training? He's not. He took it upon himself. He took he it upon himself. He was told not to, and he said, right. I'm not supposed to teach you. However, I need you to observe, observe right. everything I'm doing and all that crap. Right, right, because of the dying wish of Qui-Gon Jinn. Right. Yeah. So if Yoda and the Jedi Council have any fucking balls, <laughs> they'll say, okay, hold on. No, like if we're gonna train him, we're gonna do it right. Yeah, we're gonna you guys aren't hanging out. Okay, sure, sure. Actual sure. Jedi masters who maybe can be more of like like Qui Gon would have been, like mentors and guides, and not rivals because you're so close in age and you're so. It was mismanaged. The whole the whole Anakin situation was completely mismanaged by the Jedi Council. Okay, and, like, and I don't put that on Obi Wan. Yeah, finish off, and then I got a question for you. Yes, I, I just I want to say I don't put that on Obi Wan. Like he's doing what he feels is right. He's doing his best. But like the wise Jedi Council masters who are supposed to be able to see the bigger picture should have more perspective and say like let's make sure we do this the right way. If this kid could be a threat, if he's too old to really be trained, that means he's going to need special care to be brought up to speed safely. Not well, fine, we're not going to do it. We're just going to dump it on you. If you want to do it, good luck what happened you all fucking but, died i don't think that was God. it though they told him they told him specifically not to train him they told him he's too old he's not going to go through training and that's why obi-wan had to hide it so i have a question for you and, and so but and, i didn't think he hit go ahead ask a question so the question is do you think the universe is better off having trained young anakin to become a jedi that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna get to actually no i mean i don't i don't I don't think I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. Especially, I agree. especially when you consider what. Uh, I guess that's the question. I mean, like, oh boy, that would be an interesting. Yeah, like, this thought is a good experiment. question because now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, because it's like it's deeper subtract- than just does he become Darth Vader? Because you still have the Empire with Darth Vader that's or right. not. Right. You take him out. Ooh. Does it prevent Palpatine from right doing what he does? Right. Or the it, Death it, Star it, from ever being developed? It doesn't right. because. It, it it maybe makes it harder, but like Order sixty six is what killed most of the day. What did what did what did what did Anakin really do? Let's be real. He went in. He went into the Jedi Temple, as you guys mentioned, and he killed a bunch of unarmed children who thought he was there to help. 
Anybody could have done that. (laughs) Anybody could have done that. The clones could have done that. Like it wouldn't have been that hard. Like, I mean, granted, I mean, I'm sure like there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of time between episode three and episode four where I'm sure having the figure of Darth Vader really helped consolidate things. But I would, I would argue that if he's, you know, if he's, I mean, it's so hard to say, right? Like what happens with Mace Windu? Like when, if Anakin doesn't, stop him does Windu just take him down right then and there like there's so many factors that change it's hard to say um and we ahead, get into Shai. like Shai, Shai, it looks well, like you got a lot to yeah, say dude. I do have a lot to say I think like the heart the, the hardest thing for me to get into this is like I don't know how to like make a good correlation with the force but I mean what comes to mind for me is the the idea of sovereignty when it comes to like the Christian religion and the idea that like like God's sovereignty, the idea that someone like he sees all things, he turns evil to good in the end, everything has a plan. And I think that like, Mm -hmm. if you, I guess maybe that informs my view of, of Star Wars, but like, I think you could make an argument whether you talk about like the butterfly effect or you talk about the force, you know, the force, I don't know that anyone really ever talks about the force being cognitive. Um, no, but I think I think Qui-Gon <clears throat> talks about the living force. The living, but I mean, is yes. that? But is it also just something that just binds? Yeah, but it's, a cog- it's, it's right. living and it's it binds, but not like whether it actually like thinks. Like does that think that, like I think there's definitely a different. That's but that's always been that's always been debated. In but, the, yeah. In All the that being Wars said, community. when you say that about like whether or not there needs to be Darth Vader, like part of me thinks if there was no Darth Vader, would the nine films have come to fruition the way they did? You know, like him not i think uh, a great example we're gonna get to four in a minute but like at the end well we're gonna get to the but at the end of i guess it's six right where darth vader basically has a huge role <laughs> in in a in a in a turning point in the movie yes. and like without we him worry there, about we've, we've warned like, people about spoilers yeah, we can i mean, say well, he, killed the I mean he kills the emperor <laughs> like you know what i mean in a scene where luke skywalker was going to, was die. About to die and so i mean like obviously like the fact that he existed the fact that he was in that position of power with the emperor the emperor trusted him like that all played out where like that caused that and i don't yeah i think that in the end i would argue that probably it had to happen for the, the for fabulous the, point i think i think you're right i think you could make a very compelling case to say that the empire and the emperor rise regardless and without anakin and his trajectory you never get rid of him you know you could say without anakin the empire rules undisputed for the next you know however long however long of a evil force user like emperor palpatine can stay alive right like because i mean if there's no anakin there's no luke there's no leia this, the heart of the rebellion. There's no Han. He's not involved in the rebellion without. Well, those guys. you could have had a Luke and Leia without Darth Vader. I think that was the idea. Was oh, without no without, Vader, the, without right? the fall. But uh, right yeah. without the fall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I have a good analogy. I think this might really drive but, it home. You could almost say that Darth that the Empire is the Death Star, and Anakin hiding in Darth Vader is a little exhaust pipe that is going out to the exterior of the Death Star and is the I love the analogy in the in the, in the, in the armor. You know, I love it. <laughs> So it is. It's an interesting thing to think about. Maybe that's something we could we could reconvene on next time. Uh, give it a little bit of thought. But like, what what other things have we not considered? You know, and and for this for this thought experiment, I think we're going to build this into a question of the day for next time. So I'm mm-hmm. giving you fair warning. Like, let's talk about: Are we saying if Anakin had never existed, or if Anakin had maintained the light? That's because that's I two we very different. Questions. I thought it was the second. Two very one. different questions. <clears throat> What do you think, Van? You all break the tie? Because I was thinking it was what if he had never existed. 
what if he had, what if he what if he stays as a slave on Tatooine and and never yeah that's what I was thinking comes back. the whole time too like what if what if he was never found out right okay. what if his midichlorian count was never measured what's the what point if he of was... the series like the whole point of the original trilogy is Luke Skywalker is like well, sure like... but but that's not the we're not asking would it still be a great movie we're asking would the yeah. universe be better off yeah. right take right. take it as if it was a a historical thing yeah, yeah. not right. not yeah, a film not, not based on but like you know let's say there was a galaxy where this I, happened. I think born or not no mm, damn that's, that's hard okay I see, I see i see the dichotomy you see the difference. so let's yeah. think about both let's think about both ways and we'll come back next time because we're about to wrap up here um it seems like we're most likely looking at possibly three two additional podcasts, maybe one for each set of trilogies. Mm. Maybe that's what we should have done. I don't know. I, I feel like the last three are going to go quick, though. The last three may go very quick. That, well, we'll think, I, we're going to fly by the seat. I'm the sleeper, I'm the sleeper yeah. fan of the, of the new trilogy. We're going three podcasts. Um, but let's talk about for next time. So we'll, we'll put it out there and we'll put it out there for our viewers to think if you guys want to respond, think about this question, respond, send us an email, shoot us a tweet, something like that. We'll read your thoughts on the air next time when we do our question of the day. This is a chance for you to know the question of the day in advance. So here's the question of the day for next week is it's twofold. What do you think would have happened? Like this is your prognostication to the best of your ability. How does, how does this, this plot play out if Anakin was never born? Like, let's say they, you know, the, the force never conceived him since that's the story. Um, and number two is, what about if Anakin had maintained, if the light had won out, right? If, if at all the chances he had to turn to the dark side, he stayed strong, he remembered the good and didn't turn to the dark side and instead fought against Palpatine during essentially episode three. How, how much difference does that make? And what, what does the rest of the series look like? So let's think, let's think about that. If, uh, if that's okay. That's, that's a podcast in and of itself. That question well, maybe, but listen, <laughs> we're going big with the Star Wars trilogy because Star Wars, Star Wars is pretty big. It's galaxy size. So that's where we're at here. So nice. sorry to our listeners who hate Star Wars if we've spent way too much time on I feel Star like we did a good disclaimer. That, but, you know, we're, we're getting it out of our system now and that way we don't have to keep coming back to it a million times in the future. So think of it that way. I didn't even get to all the things I hated about episode three. Um, all the little things that really bothered me. Lightning round. Uh, lightning round okay anakin's turn to the dark side was too fast all right yes he goes from being like yes. wishy-washy to yes master i will go kill the younglings and it's like that just didn't feel realistic to me like he was still struggling and he wasn't a bad person like you think mace window was a big like a, like is he when he killed mace window was that a, was that a big uh i think it was shocking palpatine sure it was, killed window, i guess right? it was yeah. i guess it was palpatine but like he was yeah. complicit he like, was complicit but still yeah. like i mean think like who do you know like this goes back to what you guys were saying before who do you know who's like kind of like maybe standing on the line of moral ambiguity and then something happens he's like all right i'm gonna go slaughter a bunch of helpless children that i know personally i don't know i, ca- I kind of feel like when friends. you friends jump- I don't know. I kind of feel like when you jump into the deep end, like you go head first. Like you don't, you don't kind of pussyfoot into the deep end. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's like, that's, that's the only explanation I can come up with. I do like that. That the idea of that he like hardened his heart, basically. He Mm. said, okay, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to save Padme, I'm going to do whatever it takes, whatever it takes, you know, like we're going all the way. The and like, if, I, if I've got to kill the kids, then it's, uh, right. Remember, like this is there's that love story life. intertwined where he kept having those nightmares of Padme dying, yes. and he was going to do whatever it took to become all powerful to okay. even save someone from dying. You convinced like, me a little. That bit. was like the that. whole. Yeah, I like. I do like that. That's a 
that's as, that's as compelling an argument as I've heard, and I've voiced this complaint to a lot of people. So, you guys, you're you're, you're kind of smart this, because this of these is, things. This is why it's we good do stuff. this. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, that was that was that was the big yeah. that was the biggest right. thing for me. Oh, we gotta talk about fucking Padme giving up on her, losing the will to live. Give me a fucking break. I don't know. I I don't know how many women in the history of the universe have given birth to new children and they're like oh i have two beautiful babies oh but my husband's kind of a dick i just take them i don't care like that's just the most unrealistic thing I've was ever that seen. what happened i thought she was yes. like i thought i thought anakin injured her this, like at died. the landing pad yeah, and she was she was dying no the 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 fucking medical droid they pussyfooted out of that van that's what that happened like they, they got too scared to have anakin kill her and that's what the, the little droid said. There's nothing wrong with her physically. It's like her spirit is damaged. Mm, it's like right. she's they lost the will that. to live. You're right. You're it's right. like bullshit. Like this was a yeah. powerful. They should have said fucking internal woman. bleeding, and yes. I would have believed it better. Absolutely. Than, than the yeah. will. Like, you're she's right. She's bleeding that's a good internally. Point. Like, yes. Yep. Like, that's just not her character. She was never about. Oh, for sure. I can't oh, live without a man. Like, that's not who she ever was. And then they were like, well, we have to kill her. She can't live. We, but we don't want Anakin to have done it for some reason. So. It was just, I hated that. I always I've never that. thought of that, and you have yeah. completely ruined that for me. I know. What, this podcast. One thing, here's one thing that <laughs> I got. I got to say. That. I'm sorry, we're going way late, but I got to say this because this is cool. We're this not going cool. way late. We're I, we're good on time. Oh, are we? I thought we were like we started later. Remember? Oh, I, all right. We're cool. We're gonna I guess go. not that later. No, yeah, a lot later. Late for slow, I'm trying to slow think of shy. Round. It's a slow I'm lightning round. I'm trying to think of shy. It's late. Molasses round. Molasses round. You know, you've heard of grease lightning. This is molasses lightning. It goes a little slow. <laughs> happens when we do our late night podcast. It's, it it gets off I'm the rails. Tired. Okay, but here's where we're at. Here's here's the fan theory that I heard that I thought was very compelling. What if somehow? Um, there, there's two there's two theories that i heard that both were interesting one was that some like one of the questions that came up was like so when when vader gets rebuilt he asks about padme and mm-hmm. palpatine says uh you know you killed in your in your fury right. you killed her how did he know that he didn't see her die like what how what why, why, why would he think that why wouldn't he think that she's going to show up tomorrow like what gives him that insight and so something i he read was like bluffing. He could have been, but again, he could have felt it in the force. He could have been Mm -hmm. bluffing, which I think is not really his style to play such a short-term card. Yeah, like what if he was using some kind of fucking force power to suppress her? What if her losing the will to live was Uh. not her own will, but a dark will? Where he's like, Palpatine's like, I need Mm. to get her out of the picture, and she cannot come back and redeem this dude. I need him as my henchman. And I thought that, like, I don't know if he has that power, but I thought that was a fucking cool idea that, like, somehow Palpatine orchestrated that. The other thing I heard that I, I don't know if it's, it holds as much water was, like, what, what if Padme really wasn't in love with Anakin ever? Like she kind of no, wasn't. No, hold, hold on, time out, time out. I want to hear. I want to hear this. I'm, I'm digging this. Right, she was never that into him. All the way, like all the way up till like they run away and they're alone together without any supervision. She's not really pretty cold yeah, to him, yeah. you know. And then all the like very quickly, she kind of comes around. Like, what if there's some force manipulation going on there? What if, what if Anakin forced her? 
consciously or subconsciously use mm. the force to make her love him. And when he went through that, you know, horrible disfigurement, he kind of lost control of that. And it kind of had some bad side effects. I don't know. I thought both those were interesting. What do you think, Shai? You so, like you I actually have a third bit. theory. This isn't a fan okay. theory I've heard, but I think, I think you are taking the whole lost the will to live, I think, the wrong direction. I think the way you're thinking of that is like, she needs a man and her man has left her. And like, she's like, I can't live without my man. But I, I always took it as my lover is turned into a monster and the rest of my life I'm going to be haunted by the fact that this guy is going to become a mass murderer and will probably hunt me down and possibly try to kill my children and myself so I always thought that she's just like she's like I'm done with this like I mean I can't, I can't live watching like this guy like take everything precious to me I think yours is more accurate but I think it's the same as that sentiment that Smiley's talking about though it doesn't matter whether she's she feels the way you do or whether she feels the way like oh my man I can't live without a man like, mm, I don't know. I think there's something she, about, like, uh, I think there's, I, like, I, the, I that Caleb the, of the Man, I think, is this, like, weird romantic soap opera kind of, like, caricature. I think that weak, I think like, how strong she is. Yeah. I, think, I don't know. I think the thought of, like, caring, I don't know, I've never had children, but I, I'm under, I understand that mothers have a special bond with their children. Um, and to, like, think that, like, like, like an unstoppable evil force would be able to just kill them potentially. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what that would the, be like. To me, that's all the more reason that she would want to live to defend them. Like, and that's a good point. I guess. Yeah. In, I guess. yeah. Like you don't abandon your, like, if you know that evil is out there, you're not going to abandon your, like, all right, kids, fend for yourself. Your dad's probably going to come fucking whack you. Yeah. And he does indeed try on multiple occasions to do just that. Mm. It just doesn't feel right. But all right, we do need to wrap this up. We've gone long. Um, bathrooms are probably calling people. Uh, we've been here, sitting here for a long time. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am sorry that the podcast has gone on for so long as far as Star Wars is. But on the same time, I'm really not sorry because I think Star Wars is a great topic. So if you have Star Wars thoughts, if you'd like to contribute a question today, if you'd like to answer our question of the day upcoming, we would love to hear from you. Our Twitter handle is at Focus Target. We have a YouTube channel, Focus Target Podcast, where you can watch us fidget in our chairs while we talk. Uh, or you can email us, focustargetpodcast at gmail.com. We have proof that if you email that mailbox, we will answer and uh, address your questions same week. So that was a pretty good turnaround time, I think, that, that email came in this week. So Instant. Instant gratification, just the way Americans like it. So, this has been episode, I don't even know how many, the third episode of the Star Wars podcast. Fuck, episode 57. I am your host, Smiley. Thanks for being here. This is Shy. Most appropriately, cover us, Porkins. We're out. I figure good's way too early.